This is the Incubator and the Neonatology Review Podcast. We are your study buddies for neonatology topics. I'm Dr. Ben Korsha. And I'm Dr. Daphne Yasova Barbo. Welcome. All right, it's test day. Yeah. All right, you've um, studied, you and your partner, and you think you're ready. How do you approach the day? Yeah, so, um, oh, God, you take a deep breath, right? <laughs> um, and I think, you know, there's some a few suggestions. I think some are a little obvious, but it's still good to review. Um, you want to arrive early um, so you can get settled in. Um before the test starts, there's a tutorial about using the technology. And this is interesting, Kami. I, I just learned this actually yesterday. You can look at a tutorial now if you want. Um, it's on the ABP uh, website about the exam. And it seems quite different from the exam we took. <laughs> there's a, a highlighting function to emphasize oh, some of the nice. words. Yeah, nice. you, t- you talked about this when you were doing <clears throat> questions that you should, or and even studying, you should circle some words, and, um, and that's an option now during the test. There's also a cross-out answer option. So oh, nice. if you're, yeah, if you're going through it and, and you feel like you need to go back to a question oh, and you've already- easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've already eliminated an answer, you can just do that on the test. Nice. Um, and I didn't see anything about commit and holding an option. So I don't <laughs> that think... was a mental struggle, right? Yes. Should I hold? Should I commit? And I don't think that exists anymore. Nice. Um, so taking that tutorial now um, or, or doing that before the test day, I think would minimize maybe your stress. But if you don't have time, you'll be doing it on the day of. Um, and then once the test starts, there are two things that I think might be helpful to do. One is that, let's say there's a formula or some content you can't remember for long, just write it down before you start answering the questions. And I remember what I wrote down, some of the steroid pathway steps that never seemed to stay in my head. And I just for like a minute, just write it down. So I knew that that was there if I needed it. Um, And then the second thing you should do before you start the test is that you should look at the total number of questions and note the halfway mark so that when you get there, you can judge whether your pace needs to be faster or you need, you know, you can spend more time on questions. So those are a couple of suggestions. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the new tools will take care of what I I wanted to make sure, because I remember always getting tripped up about which is false, which is true, all except, all those kind of qualifiers. Mm. Mm. And I was, I would think that I was looking for the true and I would read the answers and I'm like, wait, there's more than one true. And then look back (laughs) at the answer and they're like, oh, all true except. (laughs) So, uh, so use, I guess, the new uh, highlighting tools to make sure you don't trip over something that easy. You know, right. that's that's just us kind of wanting to get through the question, feeling pressured to get through the question. But I, I think I think most people will feel like they have enough time and just, you know, pause, make sure you read it carefully, underline, highlight, whatever you have available to you um, yeah. so you don't get tripped over. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
I think, um, especially for the long questions, I remember reading a cardiology question and the case described a baby's physical exam, x-ray, EKG, oxygen sats. And I was really excited because I figured out that the question had um, the baby had tricuspid atresia. But then when I went to the question stem, <laughs> it read in this infant with tricuspid atresia. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what a waste of energy and time. So another piece is to um, advice, piece of advice is it can be helpful for the very long questions to read the question before um, you know, looking at the vignette if it's a long one. And another great example where they're not going to ask you that first level question. They're going to ask you second and third. And that used to make me upset. Like, Oh, I got this. I know this one. And then it's in the question. You're like, Oh man, do I know my second level of information? So that's why you got to play that why game with yourself. Make sure you do. Exactly. Um, I was thinking about this when I was talking to my kids the other day, there's one myth that I want to squash and let me know, Cami, if this was something that you were told also. But when I was taking tests in high school, so that's going back a ways. I remember that I was told that if you really have no idea what the answer is, you should choose B or C. At least <laughs> right. I think that those are the, is that something that you remember? Oh, before? of course. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So SATs especially, right? Yes. But the so SATs, the board, to like do all one. Yeah. You can't do that. So that's not <laughs> an approach for the board exam because all of the answer options are in alphabetical order. So all the choices are equally likely. So do not do that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then another thing, and again, I don't know if this is just me and if others experience this, but I, I feel like sometimes during a test, there might be a period where you feel like you're zoning out and you're not really as focused as you'd like to be. Um, so if you feel that way, you can sort of rejuvenate, if you will. And what I recommend and actually do is I read the question silently and I mouth the words. And that helps me refocus um, and um, get back in it. Yeah. So yeah. the key word being silently. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't disturb your neighbors. <laughs> Respect the environment. Yeah, exactly. no, it definitely. Um, yeah. I remember, you know, for after the test. So you're done. And after the test, I remember feeling and was convinced I failed and everyone feels that way. I think it's important to know Mm -hmm. it's not just you. It's, it's a hard test. I remember it being a challenging test and it should be. And, um, and you walk away and I'm the personality. I remember what I got wrong. And Mm -hmm. so I think of all the things I know I got wrong and convinced I was, you know, that I failed. And I think if I look back, you know, if I could, my older self tell my younger self is just, just relax. You know, you, you did what you could. Um, It's meant to be a challenging test, you know, just try not to stress too much and and see how it plays out. And um, because it can be very anxiety producing walking out of that test. Oh, extremely, extremely. I I agree with you. I I felt like, I, I didn't do well at all. And I do remember, t- I typically remember the questions I got wrong when I'm finished with the test. And there are people, like you said, who walk out and they remember the ones that they knew. And <laughs> right, right. if you talk to them, you know, like you may learn that maybe they don't know it. They didn't do as well as they thought they did. But yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I agree. I think it's okay to be antisocial and, yeah. and avoid talking to people after the test. I agree. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to anybody. No. <laughs> did you talk to me? I think you did. I think we rolled our we, eyes at each other. I, I'm sure. This is when we had to travel, right? Didn't we do it in yep. Philadelphia, I think? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We had to travel for it. But yeah. yeah, I remember on the plane, just like wanting to cry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I know. Ugh. We all get through it. You, we everyone's going to get through it. We're going to stay positive. It's, it's yep. okay. There, you, you have so many more digital tools and review books at your at your hand and available to you. And I'm jealous of this generation. So agreed, agreed. <laughs> I, I think it's also this is um, one of my last pearls, I guess, and it, it's important to put it into perspective, right? I think um, there is a huge benefit that you're going to, you know, get gain from this experience. Yes. It's a yes. really difficult, stressful period of time. Totally get that. But the factual knowledge that you gain is massive. And that's going to help you, right? Be more confident when you're on service, on call, taking care of patients, and you're going to be a better neonatologist. And also- and like I mentioned. Oh, go yeah. ahead. I think you were about to say it. A teacher a, as well. A teacher, right. You yes. can't forget That's about that. That's where I, I saw rapid improvement, you know, yeah. where all of a sudden I could spontaneously teach. And I loved that feeling. That was fun. Yeah. Um, I kind of liken it to grant writing. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so painful. And, um, you know, and it's also hard to to get that grant funded. But after going through that process, and really in a detailed way, going through your plan and, and bringing together your collaborators. It's like, you know what, funded or not, you now have a blueprint to right. how you want to spend the sure. next few years in, in your sure. research. So yes, every all of these, I think, are good activities uh, in yeah. the end, regardless of a, of a measure uh, yeah. at the end of the day. Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So so this has been really fun, Cami. Um, it's been great talking about this. Yeah. And I, I want to wish, and we both actually want to wish all of you the best of luck with studying and your exam. And feel free to email us if you have any questions or if you have helpful tips that we can let people know about in the future. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Any any new ways to think about things for the next iteration of the to hear. of the books? We've we've heard from many um, over the years, and it's great to have that engagement. And thanks again to Daphna and Ben. I think yeah. what you're doing is fantastic. Uh, keeping us up on the literature, making sure we're all studying our facts, and and love to be involved in this in this small but important way. So thank you very much. And yes. Thanks to all the listeners. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Incubator and Neonatology Review Podcast. If you like our show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to reach out to Daphna and I via email by sending your messages to nicupodcast at gmail.com. You can also message the show on Twitter at nicupodcast. Thanks again for listening and see you next time. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care practitioner. Thank you.